Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash pro revenge, where OP murders two people and gets away with it. Our next Reddit post is from Transboy. So for Christmas one year, my parents got us season passes for Six Flags. We used those passes throughout the summer as a family and had an amazing time. One day we were waiting in line at one of the more popular rides, which has a 45 minute wait. This was a pretty good wait time because normally this ride was like an hour, hour and a half wait time. As we were standing in line laughing and making jokes, this group of people rudely cut in front of us. Our dad has a habit of not letting things slide. So we all braced for cover waiting for our dad to go off on these people for cutting in front of us. But to our surprise, he didn't say anything. With confused looks, we turned to our dad wondering why he hadn't told them off and to get behind us. He just looked at us with this look in his eye that said, wait for it. We shrugged it off and continued our wait. The way this line is set up, before you get into the loading station, there's a two-way staircase that has a regular line on one side and a fast pass line on the other. At the top of the stairs, there's a worker who makes sure that people in the fast pass line are supposed to be there. This is where my dad strikes. After waiting for 45 minutes in line behind the line cutters, we stood at the top of the stairs and my dad signaled for the worker's attention. My dad pointed at that group of people and calmly told the worker that they had cut in front of us at the beginning of the line. The worker then politely told that group of line cutters that they would have to leave the line and go back to the beginning. They were pissed. But still, they followed the instructions and left the line. The worker thanked my father. Our dad purposefully waited until the very last minute to make them have to wait another 45 minutes. Plus, likely even longer than that, because by then the line would have been even longer. I couldn't help but laugh as I watched them leave, and I just hope they learned their lesson not to cut in lines after that. Down in the comments, Pheromone says, I live in a third world country, so when you were talking about line cutters, at first I thought that you were talking about people who steal copper cables from houses so they can sell off the copper. Because boy do I have a revenge story about that. Then, after people ask this guy to post his story, OP responds, A family friend has his vacation villa house up in a private jungle. They travel often, and they basically use this home as a vacation home. So they'll only stay in that home every four to six months or so. Since they would rarely stay in that villa, they would disconnect their power to the house to avoid power surges and stuff. This all started because a couple of kilometers down the road, there was a massive development project coming up. In my country, we hire a lot of foreign workers, mostly from Bangladesh and India. And as a result, we would have huge crowds of dude just hanging out on the weekends with nothing to do. So fast forward a bit, my family friend comes home to their vacation home and they have no electricity. My friend calls the power company, the technicians come down and say, Well, your power lines have been cut. We suspect some thieves have gone through and stolen your cable so they can sell the copper inside the wires. So the normal thing people would do is to repair the damage, beef up security, and just forget about it. However, in just one year, my friend had their power lines cut three more times. My family friend decides to get a backup power system for their home in case of any power surges while they're gone. So they reconnect the power and leave it be. Two months later, my family friend comes back. My friend told me that the cops called him because they found two charred bodies of the copper thieves with their hands on the cables. Also, scattered around the charred corpses were wire-cutting tools. After that, no more power lines were stolen in the area. Beneath that, Zicky replies, I bet those thieves were really shocked when they found out those wires weren't dead. <laughs> so, basically, instead of turning off the power and just letting the, th- <laughs> just letting the thieves steal the copper, 
They set up backup power so if the thieves killed the power, they would still be live wires. OP, when your family friend was setting up this backup power system, I wonder if he thought to himself, well, I guess I'm just going to have to murder these guys to get them to stop. Right? Because he would have had to have known that a likely outcome of this system would have been that he murdered those people. And even then, the crazy thing is like, could he even be prosecuted for it? Because all the guy did was upgrade his power system. It's not like he put out booby traps with like poison darts and bear traps in his yard. Jeez, I think this guy just literally got away with murder. Our next Reddit post is from Rogue Misanthrope. Nobody likes a lunch thief, and I had one of the most aggressive thieves in my office. For a few months, there were rumors going around of someone taking people's lunches. Just about every day, someone different would complain that their lunch was missing. It even happened to me once or twice. But I figured, hey, it's a big office. A few people are probably just careless and grab the wrong lunch. And then they're too embarrassed to bring it back, or someone else packs their lunch and they don't know what's in there, so it's not obvious they have the wrong one, or whatever. I had accidentally grabbed a wrong lunch once or twice, but I noticed before I got it open. I thought that I was just more careful, or even just not as busy as some other people in the building. However, other people weren't as forgiving, and a bunch of people made complaints to HR. HR just blew them off. Personally, at the time, I thought that it was all much ado about nothing. But pretty soon, I would really start to care. My wife enrolled in a French cooking class online, and just about every day I was bringing in fancy gourmet leftovers for lunch. You would have thought that I was picking up a to-go bag from a Michelin star bistro on the way in each morning. My wife really threw herself into the coursework. There were no problems for about two weeks, maybe three, until one day my lunch went missing. Considering the delicacies that I had to look forward to, I was pretty miffed. But I did a once-over around the break room, and I didn't see anyone eating my lunch, so I figured someone grabbed my bag by accident earlier. Then they saw how good my lunch looked, realized that it was their lucky day, and didn't bring my lunch back to the fridge. I wrote off this mysterious stranger as a butthole, but I accepted the loss and looked forward to dinner that night instead. The next day, I wrote my name on my lunch in extra bold lettering, jammed my bag into the back of the fridge, and felt peace of mind. I came back at break time, and no, my lunch was gone! I was pretty upset, but I figured that it was a stroke of bad luck and I left it at that. What else could I do? However, on the third day, out of an abundance of caution, I kept my lunch at my desk. I got up to take care of some business down the hall, and when I came back, yep, my lunch was gone. Unfortunately, that didn't help me narrow it down much at all because my desk is centrally located, so everyone's constantly passing by. At that point, there was no possibility of the theft being arbitrary, so I approached HR and filed a complaint. Their response, practically verbatim, was, Employees' lunches are their personal property, and the company is not responsible for lost or stolen personal items. The following day, my wife packed a cream-based soup that really had to be refrigerated. I passed by the break room to check on my lunch practically every five minutes, and somehow it still managed to disappear. I was irate at this point, so I returned to HR and really blew my top. The best they could do was send out a memo reminding everyone to check the name on your lunch when you remove it from the fridge. But they made it very clear that this was a routine memo and in no way related to my complaints, which were not their jurisdiction. Basically, they were trying to make it clear that it was my lunch, so my problem. The only suitable alternative in the building are these shrink-wrapped ham and cheese sandwiches from a vending machine. They've been marinating in the heat for god knows how long, and the bread is as stale as corkboard, and the meat is rancid, and there's gluey mayonnaise smushed in the center. 
It's a relic of the previous tenants, I'm pretty sure. I complained daily to my wife, but her idea was to only start bringing in a regular sandwich and apple to dissuade the thief and get him to move on to other lunches. I was so determined to prevent this low-life scum from downgrading the quality of my lunch that I hatched an elaborate plan. Then the pandemic hit, and I forgot all about this whole saga. I worked from home for a few months. Then we returned, and after quarantine, the lunch thief was the last thing on my mind. But I got to the break room the first day back, frustrated from having to wear a button-up and tie after months of working in pajamas, sore from my desk chair, and exhausted from small talk, only to find that my lunch was gone. I pretty much flew into a blind rage at that point. Especially seeing that stupid, worthless memo about checking the lunch bag names posted in the break room. I felt so helpless, hungry, and alone because it was me and my lunch against the world. I stormed out of the office, and I was determined to return the next day with a plan. So, I came in the following day with an empty lunch bag. I watched closely to make sure no one was watching, and I switched the contents of the HR person's lunch bag into my bag. So now, their lunch appeared to be my lunch. They'd packed a regular brown bag, so I discarded that, left, and waited. I knew that this was a pretty big gamble because it was contingent on the theory that the thief was avoiding me while having lunch, but not anyone else. So this person would eat their lunch out in the open if there was no risk of bumping into me. So I made this big show of going around the office, telling everyone that I was headed out for a meeting and I wouldn't be back until 3pm. I even went to the trouble of moving my car to a parking space two streets over. Then I just sat in my car and worked remotely for several hours before sneaking back into the building up the back stairway. I then sat in the stairwell, just outside the break room where you can hear people talking but can't be seen. And after about 20-30 to minutes of waiting, I heard it. It was the sweetest sound that I would ever hear in that office. The HR person said, What the heck Kyle, that's my lunch. No, it's not your name on the bag. Give me that. Yeah, why don't we head to my office for a chat? The HR rep later called me into her office as well, and they said that they were aware of my break room hijinks. But it was obvious that the point still came across loud and clear. The HR person warned me that it was a violation of policy to move another employee's lunch. It took every ounce of my self-control to keep from shouting, I thought that our lunches were our personal property and the company wasn't responsible for them being lost or stolen. The HR person told me they'd located the thief and things would be handled accordingly. But forget about what HR did. Kyle's status as the lunch thief was revealed to the entire break room. So word quickly spread that he was the person who had been stealing everyone's lunches earlier that year and now he was the office pariah. He was also in line for promotion. That promotion is definitely off the table. Also, I earned brownie points around the office for exposing Kyle. At the end of the day, though, I didn't do this for the credit or even the sweet, sweet, sweet revenge. I just did it to get my lunches back. OP, I think what HR really meant to say was, HR's official policy is that it's not a problem until it directly affects me or my boss. So go f*** yourself. Also, down in the comments, we have this story from Damon Seed. I witnessed a similar issue. Some poor soul had his lunch taken daily, and he did make the rounds and try to get to the bottom of it. Less than a week later, I was sitting in the boardroom, and I hear this weird kind of siren go off. It wasn't like a loud siren. It was more like the type of sound that people use for a text notification. Not a second later, the lunch victim goes running across the office at full speed to confront the person making all the rackets. 
You see, the lunch victim took one of those modules from a greeting card and attached it to his Tupperware container. So when the Tupperware was opened, it played this really obnoxious sound and a birthday greeting. When the thief took off the Tupperware lid, he damaged the closing module so the sound couldn't be turned off until the machine was destroyed. I never found out the outcome because I was only there for a few days more, but I thought the idea was brilliant. And then beneath that, we have another story from Noah PhD. I worked in Houston, Texas as a contractor for six months. I was renting a room, and I didn't really have access to a kitchen, so I used a meal prep service. Needless to say, it was not cheap, but the food was very high quality. Also, unfortunately, the meals were packaged in transparent containers, so it was easy to see what the lunch was. Enter the lunch thief. I returned to work with a tiny bottle of purified croton oil. And for those of you who don't know, croton oil causes extreme diarrhea. On one of the thief's favorite lunches, which routinely got stolen, I added two drops of croton oil. Naturally, my lunch got stolen, so I had to get fast food. Later that day, some guy in a meeting suddenly stood up and bolted for the door. He didn't even make it out of the conference room when an explosive bout of diarrhea occurred to the total disgust of everyone else in the meeting. Croton oil has that effect on people. Naturally, he accused me of trying to poison him, which led to the peculiar circumstance of him trying to explain how exactly he was eating my lunch. I just played dumb and there was nothing anyone could do about it. It turns out, two women on the same floor were pumping breast milk during the day. And someone was stealing and drinking that too, which this douchebag got blamed for, probably rightfully so. This guy was written up and he quickly quit when he realized that he was completely ostracized by his co-workers. The company even renewed my contract a few weeks later and there was zero problems with lunches being stolen from that point forward. My manager asked me, point blank off the record, if I had really done the deed. And I just said, I have no idea what you're talking about. That was r slash pro revenge. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.